This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank not, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again uh, today as we roll into the Labor Day holiday weekend and joining us uh, via the telephone from parts unknown. Uh, they're soon to be known to us, though. We talk with Jeff Ash on these Fridays, and he usually finds himself someplace often exotic and warm on a beach. So where are we finding you today, though, Lefty? You are finding me in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. So that's one of the suburbs of Denver on the West End. Okay, We are kicking off our Augie women's volleyball season this weekend, um, as many teams are in the NSIC, obviously, the Division One started. Um, and so, yeah, we kick off. Uh, it'd be actually our time here is 11, so noon noon central time. And we play out at the Colorado School of Mines. So, yeah, we have three matches out here and looking forward to it. It's Piper's last year. She's a 50-year senior, and it's her last run. So trying to take it all in, man. That's right. So where's her position then? She is a middle. Okay. She... She has moved around a little bit because we've had some injuries and uh, some different things, so she has played outside too. And as much volleyball as I've watched, Todd, uh, if you're going to get into all of the technicalities of it, you're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna make me start sounding like I'm not a volleyball dad, but because uh, <laughs> the game, the game is kind of confusing to me still. I make the joke that about the time I'm going to start figuring it out this year, be done with volleyball forever, and that's kind of a crazy thing to think about with, you know, starting out serving underhanded little skinny sucker that she was with you know just the pic- the pictures that you see and even how skinny she was and you know when she was a freshman in college and I look at her now and she looks like stud she's she is a college volleyball player when you see her, her and her teammates of course as I've chronicled on here I love them all and love the parents actually I got to give a shout out to uh, Tim Walker who is staying in a house with us here all right Dr. Tim Walker just walked out I couldn't figure out the uh coffee machine of course and i told him i gotta go out and do my podcast here he comes walking around my pickup and hands me a cup of coffee so i gotta give him a huge shout out here isn't that nice yeah here you go uh uh, lubricate your throat a little since you're about to do a lot of yapping here on the podcast so felt like that was important you know i'm just sitting here and this guy (laughs) delivers a nice hot cup of coffee to me but yeah that's part of the fun too todd you know we're staying in a, a nice house uh you know an airbnb thing with a few different couples and it's just nice to have our own space and you just you continue to kind of build that relationship too with them and it's just it's just fun all the way around yeah i started traveling with my sister and her husband here a few years back and doing the airbnb i had never done that before but boy when you have multiple couples that can contribute you yeah. can get some really nice places to go really nice places and i mean the hotels now have gotten so ridiculous yeah yeah you know i mean like just to have your own space we sat out on it's got a great patio area with lights and couches and stuff and we sat out there last night and talked and unfortunately our girls and the walkers who i was just talking about they flew from sioux falls last night and they were all boarded and the captain came out a couple times and eventually they had to get off the plane because the ac wasn't working or something oh no they had yeah, so they had to get off the plane and then get on another plane, and so I feel bad for them, and I hope they got a good sleep and can recover fast. But that always kind of messes up the system when 
when you uh, don't your travel plans get messed up, they were supposed to have a practice, didn't do that. So checked with Piper this morning. She said she got a good sleep, and hopefully they get some good breakfast. And you know, they're athletes, so you got to you got to just answer the bell. I always say. Yeah, that's right. Have you you fly quite a bit? Have you run into any troubles flying in recent days? We've been really lucky, yeah. but my my daughter Madison, who comes from Charleston, as you know, yeah. uh, she actually flew out here too. And if you know what's going on in that area, it's hurricane season, so yeah. her flight was canceled actually on the, yesterday morning. So then she, fortunately, the Charleston airport is you know so not busy, so it's pretty pretty slick in and out, and it's only ten minutes from her house. So she ended up getting a different flight. But she rarely has direct flights from in and out of Charleston, so she had to stop it. I think she flew for like 40 minutes and then had to sit there for three hours um, until she got on her connecting flight. But yeah. for us, we've been lucky. You know, we were talking last night how we had to we had to fly into Savannah, Georgia, instead of Charleston one time. But nothing too crazy. I mean, nothing that we couldn't deal with when you hear about all these other stories and. I don't know. I mean, it, it's a melee. When when we went to the the terminal two yesterday, which was very not busy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't busy at all. So we walked right in there. Geez, we could have been there a half hour before our flight. It was great. MSP, and, you're talking about Minneapolis St. Paul Airport. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah. There's Rich and Nancy. They were out being cool and uh, everything on a walk, I guess. So now they're looking at me here, Todd. Like I'm in my <laughs> studio in here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, so you flew out of what I was flew, oh, flew out of Terminal Two. Yeah. yeah, but then we walked into the Denver airport, and it was unbelievable how many people were in there. It was like everybody was there was just like hardly any room to walk. So I was like, wow, that that was crazy how busy it was here. So yeah, depending upon where you're coming to and going from, it just seems like there's lots of issues right now and. Denver seems like a place everybody seems to want to go to as well, so that adds to it. And it's a beautiful flight into and out of Denver. Boy, you get some great views of yeah. the mountains and so forth. I, I love Denver. You know, I lived in the in Wyoming for over four years and would go down to Denver with some frequency. I really love that that part of the country there. So, you know, she gets to yeah. travel a lot playing college volleyball too, as you guys have. Gets to see the world some. It is, you know, yeah. I, I'm sure, I hope she takes it all in this year as, as well as, uh, you know, punishes the opponent a little bit. I hope so too. I'm looking forward to it. We've got a lot of new faces and some girls that are going to have new responsibilities this year. We graduated some awesome players and they're, you know, their Piper's class is what graduated. So, Three of them stayed, and three of them left. So we got a lot of big shoes to fill, and it's going to probably take a little while. But our conference is so dang good, as as you know, and we've talked about. Yep. So when we come to these other states, it's interesting to see what they're like. You know, like, okay, this is the best team or one of the best teams in the conference here. How does that translate with our NSIC stuff? And we've had really good luck. I mean, we went down to Texas last year and played great, and we're – you know, as good as anybody that was down there, and I hope that's going to be the case here. We're going to face some good teams. I think we have to face our last matches against a ranked opponent in the nation. So it'll there's going to be some growing pains, and there's going to be a, a learning curve for sure. And and we were talking last night, too. It's, it's easy to always talk about the new and how they need to do this and step up, but also for our girls that have been there for three and four years and been playing, 
they need to step up too. You know, they've got to take over a leadership role and they've got to um, take their game to another level too so that you're not always just looking at the next person like, well, if, if they would have been a little bit better, then our team would have been better. And, you know, you've heard me say this. It's like, well, you've got to do your job to the max and you can start challenging everybody else on the team. So that's my hope for my girl and the other upperclassmen. And they've got some great leaders there. And, and then there's a reason these girls are playing at this level too. And when you have injuries, even on the level of the pro level, it's kind of amazing how somebody seems to step up and, you know, people come out of the woodwork that you're like, gee, I didn't even know about that person or I didn't, I've never heard of them before. And, you know, you look at like Brock Purdy and what you're just, you can't make up some of the stories with athletes that happen when they get their back against the wall or if your star goes down, somebody steps up. And that's my hope is yeah. somebody steps up. Yeah, well, a lot of, be, of them step up. That'll be yep. great to follow them all year and talk about them uh, yeah. here on the podcast as we go through the season too. High school football season started this weekend. You don't have anybody playing anymore. Uh, well, you no, might have weird. friends, kids, or nieces, or yeah. I mean nephews, anything like that? Uh, yeah, more friends probably, but mm-hmm. not not nieces, or obviously not nieces, but not <laughs> nephews. Um, everybody there is either quite a bit younger, not quite into it yet, or has already graduated. So kind of an in-between stage there where, yeah, we're going to eventually – well, no, I shouldn't say that. My my nephew, we talked about him, yep. Hudson at NLS. He's yeah. a, is he a sophomore or junior this year. I think he's a junior probably this year now. So. Yeah. So they'll be good, and so we'll be cheering on the Wildcats, too. So we do have that to follow. Did they play last night? They, they were did. They Albany, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, they were ahead of Albany in Albany at halftime, 35 to nothing. And uh, oh. wound up winning, uh, what, I think it was 48-21 or something like that. That's a dang good win. Albany's always good, too. I know, and they usually play NLS really tough, too. So, yeah, the Cats are going to be yeah. very good again this year because good. Albany is always a credible program and uh, just be up 35 to nothing at the half on their yeah. field. I don't know if I've seen that in that rivalry either way. Uh, you know, Albany hasn't been up on NLS like that either. That's really unusual. Yeah, and it, obviously NLS has got a great thing going there. That's yep, really they sure do. It's impressive, and it's easy to respect what they have going there's a lot of that in our area so yeah, different yeah programs and different sports and you kind of at least for me it's the kind of stuff you want to pay attention to it's like what are they doing how do we get to that what do we got to do and once you start getting things going i've always said it's easier to coach when you start winning a little bit because then you can set expectations and show them the trophy case say do you want to go to state do you want to be a state champion you know, a lot of times when you're trying to build a program, it seems like fluff, you know, like PJ style. Yeah. Kind of like all of this fluff, like, oh, yeah, we're going to be the best team. You're like, come on, can we just set some realistic goals here? But <laughs> when you start getting things going and you've got some stuff to rest your hat on, you know, it's like that's when you can really start challenging your kids and and bringing your program up. So when you see these programs are doing it, it's hard to get to that. But, you know, obviously I'm my kids are all McCray, and it was – need for me to see that they had a nice big win last night because wins have been hard for them to come by and I think they rattled off like 40 points last night so I'm sure uh, they were buzzing um, and actually I gotta I gotta send Cole a text to congratulate him because he's a great dude and he's a Wilmer grad as you know Cole Christopher so yep. shout out to those guys too yeah you bet uh, that's terrific and of course I call the Cardinals this is my 29th season now calling the Cardinals wow. happy to be you're vo- getting old I know right 
Happy to be the voice of the cards for that long, that's for sure. And they won 19 to nothing. And, and uh, you know, uh, kind of the, the usual in week one, really good defense because the offenses take a little bit sometimes to get going. Yep. Not always, as we saw 35 from NLS to open their game. But uh, but they'll be they'll have a good team again this year. Uh, if you like uh, uh, beef up front, the Cardinals have plenty of that this year. And then they've got a nice. s- six foot four, two hundred twenty pound cornerback, uh, quarterback, and a five uh, eleven, two hundred ten pound running back who's uh, a, a, a hundred meter dash specialist too. So yeah, they're oh. fun. They'll be fun to watch this year as well. Yeah, for sure. You're usually only as good as those big boys up front, as we know with the yep. Vikings and yep. everything else. So, yeah, I'm talking about the offense struggling. Obviously, that kind of leads me into thinking about the Gophers game. I do yeah. have a great story that you'll appreciate. Okay. So, I was talking about the Walker family here. Their son actually kicked for the Gophers. Okay. I should know the year, but I don't. I don't know if it was for a year or two, or and I should know that story better. And hopefully, by the end of the weekend, I will have this all down because it's interesting <laughs> to me. Right. But. They are such huge Gophers fans because of that, of course. And they were on that flight last night right when the game was going on. Yeah. But our plan, you know, I'm a, I'm a planner. I love to kind of be the cruise director. And yeah. Where's the best bars to go to? Where can we watch a game? Where can we do this and that? Where's the best food? Anybody I know in the area, I'm checking with, things like that. So I uh, punch in the address of our house. This is when I was, I think, still at the airport in the cities. And then I, I use Yelp a lot. And I put in you know, best bar or something like that, or sports bar. Well, 0.8 miles from our house, there's this kind of dive sports bar. And I click on the pictures and start looking at it. So the flags on top of this bar were the Vikings, the Twins, the Gophers, and the Wild. They had those flags flying on top of this bar, 0.8 miles from the house we're staying at. So, yeah, so I send this picture to Heather Walker, and I said, you are going to love this. You know, I found a, this place is less than a mile from our house out here in Colorado, Yeah, and it's a it's a Minnesota bar. So, unfortunately, they couldn't make it because of their flight, flight trouble, but we went there. It was just Carrie and Maddie, my daughter, which really wasn't their scene. Um, <laughs> more my scene. Total dive bar. But the, the owner was from Duluth. The, the waitress, she was from Stillwater. And they had the Gophers game playing through the entire bar. And they, had, they don't have food there. So he had pizza sitting there for us to eat. And he said, you really need to come back for a Vikings game. He said, we'll have food trucks here. And he goes, this place is packed for the Vikings. So I, I thought bet. that was pretty awesome. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Too bad they don't have a Vikings game this Sunday down no, there. Yes, yeah, but they don't play till no, next we're week. Going, but... we're, going to, we're going to Dallas next week, Todd. And I thought, gee, if the Cowboys were in town, that would be a hard ticket. But they actually go to the Giants to open up. But I thought it would be – I'm sure it will be buzzing, though, still in that area. Oh, and, yeah. You know, Saturday and stuff, too, because – that's a whole different animal, as you probably know down yep. there with the Cowboys. Yep, I so lived in that's Texas. Where next week. Yeah, so you're in the Dallas area or Dallas Fort Worth. I I have a buddy who's oh, just uh, I have a buddy who lives in North Texas. Uh, he knows where to go yep. down there and stuff too. So that's where we're going, Denton. Oh, Denton. So it's like north. Yeah, northwest Texas is where we're going. Yeah, uh, let's see. I should have said North Dallas for my buddy, so I don't know actually how close that is to Denton or not. But uh, but yeah, yeah he's uh, he's a big sports fan. He went and caught so my my uh, my nephew Cole Klecker pitched for TCU. Uh, this year, yep. and, and he went to a couple of his games then uh, down there because he only lives, uh, I think he said, half an hour away or something from the TCU campus is where he is. So okay, yeah. So yeah, uh, so you yeah know, we're just we fly into Dallas and it'll be north northwest Dallas. I think that's kind of on the edge though because I know one of the houses I was looking at, it was literally like a ranch. I mean, you couldn't see anything behind it besides sky and yeah. horses. So yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. don't think it's right in the metro. And we got a friend down too that. 
we're hoping to go down to the stockyards one night. That's a little bit of a drive, but yeah. I've never really hung out in that area. So again, fun. Yep. Gonna enjoy this weekend, but next weekend we got another road trip, and yeah. you know we're we're getting into the NFL season, which gets us all hyped hyped yeah. up after after our draft. What do you think of my number one pick? Uh, well, yeah, I think it was obvious. Wasn't too hard to take Patrick Mahomes. I wasn't a hundred percent convinced, but really, yeah, I, I thought for I me had it the first pick last year, and I took Josh Allen. But yeah, yeah, for me it was a three-player draft. Our draft it was uh, uh, Mahomes yep. and Allen and uh, Jalen Hurts, and after that, yep. which is where I was with the four pick, uh, Lamar Jackson, but he's hurt a lot. I thought it was three for sure, and then from four, then it starts to get to be a little more speculative. And there I was with the fourth pick. Uh, so I went yep. with Justin Fields, even though probably not rated quite as high, but I feel like he's going to be a little more durable than than Lamar. And Shucks, he rushed for 1,000 yards and like 10 touchdowns last yep. year. So I just bought an extra yep. running back, basically. And, what, and then hopefully he picks up on his passing game. So I didn't think it was a terrible pick taking Fields at four. No. I have him in my other league that I drafted into, and um, obviously I'm not a Bears fan, but when it comes yeah. to fantasy, I like the fact that he runs the ball a lot. That, that was my biggest trade-off. You, you'd think Mahomes would be that guy, you know, like he does it all, and yeah. he doesn't do a ton of running, really. No, no. Besides, besides in and out of the pocket, you know, and, and horizontally for or you know to along the uh, goal or uh, the yard line you know yeah. he, or the line of scrimmage you know he does a lot of running there but he doesn't do that much passing line of scrimmage no. compared to like a Josh Allen and yeah and everything else and one thing we were talking about in our league you know you don't get penalized for the interception so That's this right. Josh Allen becomes becomes more, more valuable and I, I really like him I like him a lot yeah. too yeah. but having Mahomes I mean He's one of those guys on Sunday afternoon, you'll be sitting there like, ah, you know, kind of a slow start, and then he's just a hog in the second half of games. Yeah. And he just piles up the points, it seems like, and they pass every every down yeah. almost, it yeah. seems like, too. So. And he'll throw a lot of those we'll to my, my tight end, who I uh, I wound up with, Kelsey. <laughs> if he was there for you with the last pick of the second round, would you have taken him? I would have sure thought about him, yeah. yep. Yeah, so that's yeah. We're not PPR, so it's a little bit less with him. But yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, but he just dominates yeah, the tight end position so much. You know, he gives you no a question. six point advantage at least on every other tight end uh, each week. So that's why. I, and besides, I like to watch him play. So right. So hey, uh, one more thing. Yep. Oh, go. You go. No, I was gonna. You go ahead. I was just gonna say, I the one thing that I've got my uh, mind on a little bit too, other than volleyball and. My daughter and stuff down here is it's our club tournament tomorrow, yeah, so yep. I am missing out on that, and that's a tough one for me. But yep, yep. I got a pull for my boys. Both Carter and Brooksy will be playing in it. So good luck uh, to them. Hoping, hoping for a good. I think there's a dozen guys in the champ flight. We get lots of guys in the first flight and the senior flight too. Yep. So it's always a good club tournament. Yeah, it is. So yeah, uh, good luck to all the guys down there. We're all out of time, Lefty. Uh, thanks for joining yeah. me while you're while you're out there uh, traveling. We'll look forward to talking with you, I suppose, next week from down in the Dallas area. Yeah, we'll have to start talking some Vikings, I suppose, and we'll talk a little more volleyball and talk in, talk in Texas. All right. Lefty, thanks so much. All right. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.